Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. If you catch the virus, this NCOV-19 virus, is that a death sentence? Absolutely not. <laughs> this virus is less deadly than SARS and MERS-CoV. So if you have, you know, if you're relatively healthy, 98% of the time you're going to make a full recovery unless you have the risk factors for dying. Welcome to Season 2 of Conversations with Randy David, where we explore the various aspects of culture, politics, religion, and everything else that makes us Filipino. The world has been gripped by the rapid spread of a previously unknown virus. This was first spotted, as I understand, in a cluster of infections in the populous city of Wuhan in the province of Hubei in central China sometime towards the end of December. While the great majority of the cases are concentrated in China, the fear has become worldwide. It has prompted concerned observers to say that there is indeed an epidemic, but it is more of an epidemic of misinformation and rumor and false news and so on and so forth. People have been reacting not to their own experience of the virus itself, but rather to the things that ordinary people have been doing, wearing masks on a daily basis, you know, governments uh, closing their borders, uh, airline companies canceling flights, and travelers canceling their own travel plans. And this lack of sufficient information is really causing people to, to panic with us today is uh, Dr. Edsel Salvagna, the director of the Institute of Molecular Biology and Biotechnology of the UP National Institute of Health in Manila. Dr. Salvagna is an infectious disease specialist. He's the right person for this sort of thing. Hello, Professor David. It's good to be here. Thank you for inviting me. What do we know right now and what don't we know about this so-called new coronavirus, which has since been renamed the COVID-19 by the WHO. So the first thing we should clarify is COVID is the disease. It stands for coronavirus disease. disease. Mm -hmm. But the actual virus, which we used to call uh, 2019 NCOV or novel mm -hmm. coronavirus, its uh, formal name now is uh, SARS-CoV-2. Mm. So th this is a cousin of uh, the SARS disease? Yes. As, um, 
Yeah, they're all related. So these coronaviruses, uh, at least the three that have been most famous in the last uh, few years. So there's SARS-CoV, which is uh, Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome mm-hmm. uh, Coronavirus. Of 2013, no? Yeah, uh, 2003. Oh, 2003, yeah. yeah. And then there was uh, yeah, MERS-CoV, MERS. yes. So that's Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome uh, Coronavirus. But uh, if you look at uh, some of the other animals that have been implicated, like yung sa SARS, yung civet cats, baka iniisip nila na hawa rin yun sa bats. And it I could see. have passed it on to the person or the other person, the person could have gotten it from the bat. Tapos may lumabas nga na, yung sa MERS-CoV naman, ang nahawa rin is camel. Oh, camel. But we don't know if it went from bat to camel to person or, or it went to bat to person ah, and also bat to camel. Pwede rin hmm. But the essential thing here is that um, it may have come from wild animals, but eventually it was transmitted from person to person. Yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Now, how do we differentiate those three? It's interesting because um, they have their own quirks. So, for instance, uh, SARS had a mortality rate of about 10%. 10%. And uh, it infected... Um, about 8,000 people? MERS-CoV was fewer people. I think about 2,494. Pero... 858 deaths, so wow. that's about 35%. Yeah. Wow. And now, from what we see from SARS-CoV-2 or NCOV, or, you ah. know, I, I just say NCOV nowadays or NCOV, so <laughs> it's, it's coronavirus. Less, yes. ah. The mortality rate is actually going down. Because when you have an epidemic, the test first talaga. Okay. But as you get used to testing, even the the milder cases, you start to test them. Mm-hmm. So you have a bigger denominator and less people die overall. Pero nandun yung virus, maski na mild. Yes, nahanap nila yung virus. So okay. right now, actually, the mortality rate is less than 2%. Hmm. Some people have reported as low as about 1.4%, mm-hmm. depending on how you count it. But mm-hmm. this is a moving target. Because, yes. some of the people are still in the hospital. Yes. And you don't know whether they're going to get better or not. So, Dr. Salvania, as we speak today, which is the 17th of February when we are taping this, no, uh, the number of confirmed infections worldwide is something like uh, 70,000. Correct. And the number of deaths uh, is around 1,700. That's correct. But these are all mostly in China. No? That's correct. 99.9% oh, of them are uh, going to be in China. Yeah, it's difficult to predict what, what, the, what the effect will be on other countries because China has a really big, big head start, right. um, especially if we think about since December. And we're still learning more about this virus. And I think a lot of the fear is really because we, there's, there's still a lot that we don't know about the virus. At lahat nitong mga namatay na ito outside of China, and including those sa loob ng China, have all had direct contact with the wild animal market in Wuhan? Not um, necessarily. Not necessarily. It's more like they, they're, they're all Chinese. <laughs> and uh, the other thing is that at least the deaths in Wuhan, they've seen that most of them are male. About 70% of them are male. Mm-hmm. 70% of them have other infections or other chronic illnesses. So diabetes, mm-hmm. um, high blood pressure, um, you know, uh, heart disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one death we had here in the Philippines, aside from NCOV, he mm-hmm. also had influenza B. Yeah, and he also had bacterial pneumonia from streptococcus pneumonia. I see. So any of those could have killed him.
Now, the transmission from person to person, that has been proven. That, that's pretty clear right yeah, now. That's pretty clear. <laughs> it's usually droplet. So droplet okay. is very confusing when people say, because we have very specific terms in infectious disease for what constitutes airborne, droplet, and contact. Okay. So when you say contact, that means uh, if you hold something and you put it in your mm-hmm. eyes, your nose, mm-hmm. or your mouth, mm-hmm. um, you can get the illness. Mm-hmm. Droplet is when someone sneezes mm-hmm. and they generate these droplets that are kind of heavy. So they fly through the air. So technically, they're airborne, mm-hmm. but that's not the technical term we uh, use. Mm-hmm. We call them respiratory droplets, and they drop about three feet away from the person. Ito yung pag nag-hatsing ang isang tao at umubo? Correct. Ng... Opa. So kung droplet, if you're beyond three feet, or some people say uh, beyond six feet para sigurado, Uh-oh. even if you don't have a mask, hindi ka mahahawag. Pero of course, pag nag-hatsing ka, tapos yung droplets na yun pumunta sa, sa, sa table, table. tapos hinawakan mo, tapos sinagay mo sa any mucous membrane, then you can get that. In other words, kung may droplet transmission, may contact transmission na rin yun. Mm-hmm. So wash your hands is what mm-hmm. we always say. So hindi ito uh, lumulutang lang sa hangin. Yeah, so that's where the confusion is. Mm-hmm. Pag sinabi mo kasing airborne, and you talk about it in a technical term, tatlo lang ang diseases na may airborne. When you say airborne, parang usok. That Mm-mm. stays in the right. air for oh. long periods of time and can travel for long distances. So tatlo lang yan sa infectious disease. Tuberculosis, okay. measles, and mm. chickenpox. When we admit any of those three, ang sinasabi namin sa hospital, respiratory airborne precaution. Mm-hmm. Everything else is either droplet or contact, meaning three to six feet, doon ka lang magmamask. Kaya nagkagulo kasi I think that a lot of the media outlets were using the term airborne loosely. Kasi natural, pag naghatching ka, yung droplet na lumabas sa'yo, airborne yun. No, totoo yan. Pero actually, babagsak naman siya. Oo, hindi yan uh, perpetually lumulutang sa hangin. Yes, na... oo. Hindi parang usok. So, uh, Hindi kailangan mag-mask ang lahat ng tao. Na... That's correct. Actually, yung isa pa yung misconception sa mask is ang proven use ng mask is to prevent someone who has Who's illness infected. from spreading it. Hmm. Wala masyadong data yung kung nakamask ka, kung hindi ka, na hindi ka ma, ano, mahahawahan. Kasi hmm. if somebody sneezes on you, Tapos sabihin natin, hindi nga nakapasok sa mask, pero hinawakan mo yung mask, tapos sinawakan mo yung sarili mo, you can still get the infection. What about this uh, restrictions on travel? There's really no strong evidence that says that doing travel restrictions impede the spread of disease. Mm-hmm. Unless you hit some very high numbers, above 70%, above 90%, above 95%. Those are mm-hmm. very difficult because you know you can you can ban say uh, travel from the Philippines mm-hmm. from Taiwan, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if somebody goes to Taiwan then Singapore then the Philippines, mm-hmm. how good are you at capturing those people? Yeah. So the point of WHO mm-hmm. is that you know you could probably delay the onset of disease by a few days, a few a few weeks, mm-hmm. but you're not going to be able to suppress it completely. In mm-hmm. the meantime, with a complete travel ban, what's going to happen to the economy of a country? Right. Diba? Uh-huh. There's uh, barriers on people, services, and goods. Mm-hmm. And that will have a much longer-term effect 
Mm-hmm. And that's why WHO is speaking that way. But mm-hmm. what they don't contend with, and this is similar to the mask issue, which is also an evidence-based issue, is the psychological impact. Mm-hmm. Because if you have an unknown virus spreading around, the most immediate thing that you can do to calm people down is say, okay, there's nobody coming from that place where there's infection anymore. Yeah. Whatever the, the yeah, evidence is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just ban. <laughs> exactly. So because the person can't get over here naturally, he's not going to be able to infect me. Pero madaming butas yon. Mm-hmm. Same with the mask. If you feel safer with the mask, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> Except that, if they use the wrong mask, for instance, they use the N95s, which are really just for the doctors, naubusang kami. <laughs> and we're the ones in harm's way. And this is really happening. There's a major there's a major shortage of personal protective equipment, especially for the frontliners. Doc, I want to ask you, no? if you catch the virus, is that a death sentence? Absolutely not. <laughs> so from what we know, this virus is less deadly than SARS and 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 MERS mm-hmm. uh, and MERSCOV. So um, if you have, you know, if you're relatively healthy, um, chances are, uh, you know, 98% of the time you're going to make a full recovery mm-hmm. um, unless you have the risk factors for dying. Now, if you catch the virus, you do not immediately display the symptoms, right? Right. Uh, how, how long does it take? Ito ba yung tinatawag na incubation period? That's correct. So the latest data that we've seen, and yes. this is from a paper that is pre-publication, meaning the authors, this is kind of a trend in science right now, mm-hmm. before they submit it for peer review, they put it out there so other scientists can already make comments. Okay. So the, the latest paper that they put out shows that the virus median incubation period is three days. So from the time of exposure or contact, uh, to the time that you develop the symptoms, it's around three days. Now, is a person already considered infectious even before the symptoms have appeared? Well, currently, there's very little evidence that there is what we call asymptomatic transmission. Um, mm-hmm. It can happen. Uh, there was some data early on that was published in the New England Journal of Medicine where there it looked like somebody had spread the virus asymptomatically. Yeah, but when they went back... Mm-hmm. and uh, interviewed that person again, it turned out she had symptoms. Mm-hmm. So that really debunked that thing. Okay. Ano yung mga symptoms ng uh, virus uh, na ito? Right. Doc? So what we can see right now is uh, it's very common to have cough, um, to have a cold, mm-hmm. and also fever. It can be an ordinary flu. That's correct. Know, no? Actually, coronaviruses in humans... Aside from NCOV, MERSCOV, and SARS-CoV, they cause the common cold. Mm. About one-third of the common cold in humans is caused by coronaviruses. Mm. They're just not as bad as mm. these coronaviruses that now so have why, names. So why should we especially worry about this new coronavirus kung kamukalang ng flu or... Ordinary, yeah. Because people don't die from the cold. Now, influenza, you know, one of the things that people tell me is, you know, don't downplay this by, by comparing it to Even influenza. Cool. And I tell people, I'm not downplaying it by comparing it to influenza. Do you know how many people die of influenza Marame, in one no? year? It's more than 100,000. So why are we not worried about influenza, but especially worried about this, dog? Well, first of all, influenza, we do have medication for it, and we have a vaccine. But I understand it's only 50% effective. So here's the interesting 
interesting thing about the influenza vaccine. Mm. Uh, the influenza vaccine right now is made up of four strains mm-hmm. of influenza because there's literally hundreds of strains of influenza. Ah, and see. every year, the CDC and the WHO yes, decide what uh-huh. strains go in there. Mm-hmm. In the past, it was just three. So, mm-hmm. two influenza A and one influenza B. So, influenza A, ito yung mga H1N1, H2N3. Right. Uh-huh. If it has an H and an N name, it's influenza A. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then there's influenza B, which has been causing a lot of trouble lately. Mm-hmm. To the point that, like I said, this guy who died of NCOV in the Philippines, mm-hmm. he was positive for influenza B. Mm-hmm. So, now they've included two strains of influenza B and two strains of influenza A in the influenza vaccine. Mm-hmm. The hit rate or the... Um, rate at which uh, the vaccine prevents disease, mm-hmm. eff- uh, the, uh, how effective it is for preventing actual disease, is anywhere from 30 to 70% per year. Mm-hmm. But what people don't realize is aside from preventing outright disease, it actually attenuates disease. Mm-hmm. Meaning that even if you still get sick, oh, it you won't get, be as serious. I mean, instead of. The being stuck in the ICU, you know, you're just at home with a bad cold. I see. So that's that's really important. Now, so but there is no cure for influenza, Marumba. There is. Um, there is. So there is a medication. There's uh, a few medications that have been developed. One is oseltamivir or Tamiflu, mm-hmm. and uh, the other one is Zanamivir, which was an inhaled kind of uh, medication uh, that's not available in the Philippines. Mm. Is the diarrhea also one of the symptoms of this coronavirus? Yes. Uh, so this is emerging um, with some of the newer papers that are coming out. Again, some of them are peer-reviewed. Some of them are not yet peer-reviewed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does seem like diarrhea could be a feature mm-hmm. uh, along with nausea, abdominal discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem with a lot of these studies is, again, they're retrospective, meaning you find the disease and then you interview people. What happened? You know, what did mm-hmm. you get? Mm-hmm. And it's possible they might have had other things as well. So on a level where, you know, if you really wanted to find out about disease, the best way to do it is with what we call a prospective study. Mm-hmm. So you take a bunch of people who are susceptible yeah. and then you take their temperature every day. You observe them every day. Mm-hmm. And as they develop, then that's a much better study. Mm-hmm. All these studies we have right now are retrospective. Retrospective. Yes. Talagang may sakit na. Yes. And that's prone to bias. Aside oh, from the fact I that you see. can't interview all the dead people. Ngayon, if, uh, alimbawa, nandito tayo sa Pilipinas and I started to have diarrhea, nagahatsing ako, severe coughing, etc. That's not necessarily coronavirus na itong NCOV, di ba? Yeah, it's, it's unlikely. We're in what we call the containment phase, meaning that we don't have local transmission yet. Mm-hmm. The only risk factor that we, we accept as a possible... If you traveled yes, to for, China. In the last 14 days. China, Hong Kong, Taiwan, and then Macau as well. Ang ibig sabihin nito, if I have those symptoms, I don't necessarily need to go to check into a hospital and have the NCOV uh, test. No, they're not going to do it. And they're not going to <laughs> do it. They're not going to do it. They're only going to do testing on people who have a history of travel to China or the contact. other yeah is a contact of a confirmed case so that's why those three people who were confirmed in San Lazaro one of whom right. died uh-uh. they traced every single person there the ones who were on the plane or who could have come in contact with when they were traveling in the Philippines and they monitored them for 14 days so let's be clear about this doc kung 
ako nasa Pilipinas, hindi ako nagpunta sa China or any of these places na wala akong history of travel to these places na maraming infections. And I don't know of any instance when I got into contact with a person highly suspected to have been to Wuhan or any of right. these places in China, I don't need to check into San Lazaro Hospital. No, unless you're very, very sick. But you need to be seen by someone for your illness anyway. But mm. I mean, for NCOV, they're not going to test you. They're not, they're not even going to blink. <laughs> I understand you have people called patients under investigation. I don't like the term. It should be maybe <laughs> patients under observation. No. Right. How did... Did DOH choose these people to, to observe or to investigate? Uh, yeah. So the first and foremost for PUIs uh, yeah. is the travel history ah, in okay. the last 14 so, days or contact with a known case. And we've had three known cases here. I see. And then the next part of that is either you have a fever above 38 degrees All right. or you have cough or cold. So if you have symptoms and you probably had contact with these people... Uh, they don't necessarily give you the test. No, they, you're not called a PUI. You're I called a PUM, a person a under monitoring. Oh, so if you've had recent travel or contact with someone who had NCOV and you have no symptoms, then they monitor you. So what constitutes monitoring? You check your, fee, your, your temperature, temperature twice a day. You stay at home, self-quarantine, oh, wear a mask okay. at all times. Along with all those people that we quarantined over in, in, in New Clark City, their POMs. So none of them has been tested for no, coronavirus they're not going to test unless you have symptoms. And that was the first part of my conversation with Dr. Edsel Salvagna on the threat posed by the new coronavirus outbreak. Dr. Salvagna is an infectious disease specialist and is the director of the Institute of Molecular Biology and Biotechnology at the National Institutes of Health, University of the Philippines in Manila. Don't miss the second part. Subscribe to Conversations with Randy David on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. Conversations with Randy David is a Puma Podcast co-production. Follow us on Facebook.